When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to the show. Today we will be discussing toxic people, how to recognize a toxic person and also how to get rid of a toxic person or how to deal with them. Now I know over the years lately you've been hearing that word or oh, this is toxic or this person is toxic or this relationship is toxic. That has been a popular word over the years lately. But really toxic, it describes, it can describe uh, somebody's health, social, environmental issues. Um, You know, there's a lot of different ways to use toxic, but we're going to talk about the human behavior. And that's someone who always causes, you know, you to feel like distressed. Um, You know, they're always negative in their words and actions. And also, um, they may cause you confusion, anxiety, and you're not sure why. So, you know, I'm going to try to help you to recognize that this, you know, that you're dealing with a toxic person and also how to deal with that. Because, you know, a toxic person um, is someone who can be manipulative and self-centered, needy and controlling. And a lot of times they'll pull you in because they have they put this guilt trip on you. Okay, before you know it, you're feeling sorry for them, but then you're feeling stressed out and you're feeling confused, unsure of yourself. When you leave them, that you know, like interacting with them or being around them, you're feeling drained. You know, you're feeling anxiety. You you continually feel the need to help them, and that's what I was saying. How they rescue you because they're very I mean, how they want you to rescue them. Excuse me, because they're very manipulative. Um, and notice that your boundaries aren't being respected or you're being manipulated, like I said. Um, you feel guilty when you say no or they won't take no for a final answer. And then when you get around them, sometimes you change your behavior to adapt or you feel like you're walking on eggshells. You know, um, you know, everywhere they go, drama follow them. Okay. It's almost like their life seemed to be, you know, have a, like a, a soap opera, you know. They're masters of manipulation. That's key. Yet you might not notice this until you witness them doing it to someone or something else, somebody else. And you be like, okay, now I see. Because a lot of times you can't see it. They're constantly judging people, including you. And their neediness make you feel like you're suffocating. Yet you want to help them, you know. And then yet when you need them, they're not around. They're gone. And they might not see themselves as a problem. It may be everybody else's fault. They're not going to see that somebody else, you know, like they're the issue. They're, they're the problem. It's always somebody else. So I'm going to tell you, first of all, I did a podcast before about setting boundaries. And that's number one. Set boundaries, even if it creates guilt inside of you. Because you have to know where to draw the line. That is very important. Okay. So the challenge is to eliminate the guilt. 
and then also um, feel like you're putting them in their place as far as not crossing an appropriate boundary. And you have to stick to it. All right. You have to stick to it. Now, there's a lot of people. OK, again, I talk to people from all over the world. Some of them have toxic parents and you may feel guilty because you have to establish a boundary with them. But you have to because it's at your best interest. And a lot of people, they don't know. They're hesitant about setting boundaries, you know, because one thing there's they're afraid of how the person going to react. You know, you know, is the per is the person going to have an angry outburst? You know, are they going to manipulate the outcome? You know, but you have to, um, you know, set clear limits as to what you will and won't, um, you know, take from them. All right. And, you know, also you, you're going to have to heal from this tox this toxicity that you experience. So, you know, secondly, if you can, you know, avoid, you know, you know, getting drawn into the drama. You know what I'm saying? Like they go to a grocery store and there's always a situation going to happen, you know, and it's never their fault. All right. So it's easy for others to get pulled into their drama because of curiosity. But, you know, you have research suggests that this curiosity may stem from a morbid fascination people can have with negative information. You know, that's why bad news travel fast, because a lot of times people want to hear about negative information. In situations because they want to know that somebody's doing better, somebody's doing worse than them. I'm telling you the truth. Okay, and that's why a lot of times people, you know, want to hear it. And they be like, I don't want to hear it, but yet they're sitting there listening to it because they be like, okay, well, you think you got a bed, somebody else got it worse. Okay, and that's one of the reasons why your curiosity may pique you to stay around. Get, you know, to avoid getting swept up in the chaos, consider it, annoy your curiosity when necessary, and then communicating with them about their troubles on a need-to-know basis only. Okay, so don't let them get you caught up in gossiping and, you know, like some things you just don't need to know. I'm going to say this as well. Try your best to talk with them. Now, I know a toxic person, you know, might not be aware what they're doing or saying is harming you. And so in this case, you have to consider having a heart-to-heart -heart conversation about what you're experiencing. Now, they may get upset and blow up, and that's where you say, okay, you know what? I was trying to have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation about this because, you know, when I get around you sometimes, you know, and a lot of the times, you know, I'm feeling stressed out and we go out to dinner, you know, it's always something you're complaining about. Or if we go to the store, it's always an issue. And, you know, it shouldn't always be an issue. Every, I mean, you should have a pleasant experience sometimes. But some of these people may have a personality disorder, something that's not even addressed yet. So in that, you know, in that case, you know, maybe you want to talk to, you know, like a therapist about this because, you know, I'm telling you, if you're hearing this before, you know, like you could say to the person, if you've heard this before and, you know, you're saying, I don't get it, then maybe you should talk to someone about it. And then, you know, try to resist trying to fix them. You know, the desire for us to help another person when they're having difficulties can be overwhelming. But especially when, you know, you're trying to be a good friend. However, trying to fix someone might turn into a frustrating cycle for you, all right? And then again, you're feeling yourself stressed out, all right? So you have to remember this. 
Not my circus, not my monkeys. I know it may sound like you're being selfish, but in a way, you are just looking out for yourself. Limit your time with them, okay? So, you know, you may want to consider cutting your ties and moving on. If everything else didn't, didn't work and all else fail, you may want to cut ties and move on. But this may not be possible if you work with a person or you're co-parenting with them. In that case, you just have to do your best to avoid contact, limiting yourself to dealing with them only when necessary. All right. And then, you know, last but not least, just remember you are not at fault, no matter how hard a person tries to convince you otherwise. The negative feelings of anger, guilt, and anxiety that you are experiencing, okay, is not yours to bear. These feelings should be owned by the person who is projecting them onto you and to help them fulfill their unmet needs. That's what it is. They're projecting it on you because their needs are not met. You know, so if you're noticing these behaviors, you might be dealing with a toxic person. You may want to try some of the techniques that I told you about. You know, and lastly, you may have to just completely cut the person off, period. Suggest that they go talk to a therapist. You know, if they get upset, especially if you can't do it, you know, face to face, you may want to do it over the phone. But you have to do it or you're going to keep this cycle repeating over and over and over again. I hope that this will help you because a lot of us are dealing with toxic people. And because we are so nurturing, especially if you're an empath and you can, you know, like absorb people's feelings and emotions anyway. Wow, this is a double whammy for you. So you just have to, again, you have to set boundaries. Some of you need to go back and listen to my other podcast on setting boundaries, and it tells you how to set those boundaries. I want to say thank you to all of my exclusive subscribers. You all helped me to keep putting these out and getting the message out. Thank you all for listening. May God bless you and may heaven smile upon you. Until next time.